0: Welcome to BQ In-Depth, I'm Amy Robinson. This podcast is all about inspiring entrepreneurs by helping them share their stories. For the text version and the stories, please visit our website at bqlive.co.uk forward slash audio. And let us know what you think on Twitter, at BQ Live.
1: Motoring to Heaven The recent marriage of motor sales giant Lookers and Benfield, until then the Northeast's biggest private family business, wasn't a takeover but an integration. Lookers boss Nigel McMinn tells Brian Nichols from the inside. If acquisitions and mergers, like marriages, can be made in heaven, Nigel McMinn feels celestial. He believes Lookers' recent purchase of Benfield Motor Group is a match right, not only for both parties but for customers and staff. In fact, it wasn't a takeover, he insists, but an integration. We tried to make it that. Benfield was of such a scale deserving it. It's mere quirk of fortune, he also insists, that until August 2013, he'd been Managing Director and Chief Executive of Northeast Space Benfield, leaving after eight years for a top job at Manchester's Lookers PLC. That some people may have read more into his returned involvement with the deal, he can understand, but it was negotiated by Benfield's outgoing Chief Executive Mark Squires and Looker's Chief Executive Andy Bruce. Nigel, Looker's MD, Motor Division, remained on the touchline, contributing when required. Strategies were laid with all the purse capacity of field marshals viewing a battlefield, but with no ensuing battle. Looker's had a hit list of 6 or 7 before picking Benfield. Over a relaxed lunch, Nigel, voluble and at 47 looking even younger than during his first encounter with BQ five years earlier, outlined how everyone's a winner. For lookers, he says, we wanted something of a certain size. We tried to keep our borrowings within a range the city prefers, taking account of how quickly we could pay off the debt if conditions remain the same. If all else stayed the same and we spent no more on capital, we could pay it off in 18 months or even six. With a prudent view of how geared we want the business, paying our debt back within six months, we could still become cash positive. The city was pushing us to do something significant with acquisitions. Lucas Gearing was on the light side then, and the group could develop share price growth or value to the shareholders at that point, either by distributing back to the shareholders in dividend or buying something reasonably priced. Our bank facilities were about £160 million. We won't use any of that outside peak periods and had the £160 million capacity that would prompt shareholders to say, this isn't right, drive value for me somewhere. This still fragmented industry has 4,500 franchise dealers. While this makes Lookers similarly sized to Pendragon and Cinta, and therefore the three largest groups, all turning over £4 billion plus, Between us, we probably account for about 15% share of the new car market, each around 5%. When you get to third and fourth, you're down to companies with perhaps 2% share. Then you've a very long tail of businesses with maybe one to three dealerships. To spend maybe £100 million on acquisitions becomes a challenge if you have to buy 10 or 12 different companies at £10 million each. It's more efficient, though carrying risk, to try for one or two big acquisitions. We're not just buying scale, but a profit stream and cash inflow also. However, whilst it's more efficient to buy a bigger business, you must integrate both businesses culturally, avoiding clashes. The city's littered with examples of big companies that made acquisitions which don't work. The trick is to make them earning enhancing. So the attraction is to buy a really good fit, where strategies, philosophy and culture are very similar. People will then say, they're just like us. They do a lot of the same things under a different name. We could be comfortable here. Knowing Benfield well and having had two years at Lookers and inheriting something there very similar to Benfield, moving heavily in the same direction on several fronts, I knew some things I'd done at Lookers looked similar to what I was being done at Benfield. I knew better than anyone that if we got it right these two companies should feel a natural fit. Lookers had a northeast presence only at Darlington, Northallerton, and Middlesbrough. Benfield's Volkswagen representation in the Northeast fitted so well because we already had it on Teesside, so building it further in the region through Hexham and Carlisle gave us a good stronghold, helpful for things like marketing. Also, Lookers had Audi in central Scotland, so getting what the manufacturers call a contiguous territory with the Northeast is another plus. They don't like islands where you're either side of another dealer. That can get awkward, Nigel explains. So the proposal involved brands we wanted, it was geographically the right area, of a size allowing one big deal and culturally good. Doing due diligence also on companies we didn't know was pointless. Benfield was considered one of the biggest opportunities, privately owned, by a family able to sell if they wished. Some on the list, albeit smaller, were either publicly quoted or owned by manufacturers. We wanted a private sale. Benefits for Benfield, Nigel suggests, includes for the staff more opportunities in management and in promotion internally in general for individuals prepared to be flexible about brand and relocation, something Benfield was good at on its patch. Benfield has brought lookers so much good practice and innovation, he says. Nine people from there have taken national group jobs in lookers already. 4K systems Benfield had are being rolled out across the whole of lookers. Benfield's influence is there for all to see. Getting to know again how much Benfield did this industry-leading, and with lots of good people, inevitably has me thinking something might reflect back on me, he says. As for the Squires family, Mark Squires was innovative, and throughout three generations people were treated respectfully and fairly. The Squires deserved every penny of the £87.5 million pounds in Nigel's reckoning. Lucas is adopting Benfield's strategies in technology and training and intends to continue the ethos and high standard of service from former Benfield dealerships. Job security is another stated plus. Being public, we'd be difficult to take over, Nigel suggests. We're capitalised at £700 million, so you'd need a billion to acquire us and the share price would go up. Lucas is growing both organically and in acquisitions, A more corporate world driven for profit and growth creates probably faster momentum, a little more dynamism in a public company than in a private one. And for customers? Well, they can look forward to a wider range of choice. Benfield had 2,000 cars in stock and we've 12,000. If you want a particular type of make or model, we're more likely to have it. There's less need to compromise in your selection. The car with everything you want might be elsewhere, but we can get it to you. Manufacturing relations are important too. When manufacturers must shift volume to hit registration plans at a certain time, it's easier for them to approach two or three big players and offer big discounts for bulk buying than it is to go to smaller players. With cash in the bank to pay for 500 cars immediately, we get opportunities and give some special offers to customers. When land's needed to expand or relocate dealerships or for refurbishments, that too needs a lot of capital. So the trends to fewer but bigger dealerships offering big choice. Showrooms with three cars inside and ten outside are disappearing. People are prepared to travel for greater choice and facilities like video screens to study ahead of buying. Taking in 1,675 employees at Benfield raises Lucas payroll to 8,500 with 160 dealerships across 31 different manufacturing brands. With Benfield turning over £700 million a year plus, Lookers expects its revenues to hit £4.2 billion. Nigel's confident of growth in new car sales. Five years of depressed registrations during recession meant that about 2 million fewer car sales than normal happened. So quite a lot of pent-up demand still needs to feed back into the system, hence last year the highest peak of registrations in the UK. So pre-recession levels are back. Significant further advance may take five years in his estimation, but favourable conditions include growth in GDP, population and the increasing resort to PCP, Personal Contract Purchase, which simulates the conditions of a lease. You get a better car for the same monthly payments over three years because you're not paying off in its entirety. With a guaranteed residual value, any equity free at the end of the contract can provide a deposit for the next contract, a little bit like changing a mobile phone. At some point before the end, the customer will be offered a better new model at the same payment. You just swap your hardware. With manufacturers driving discounts through PCP, about 80% of customers in recent years have bought on these terms. Nigel sounds less bullish now than five years ago about electric cars, though he's had one as a company vehicle. Much talk about future cars centres on London considerations, he suggests, where congestion charges make electric cars relevant. While the Northeast has pioneered their infrastructure, they've yet to catch on here. He feels 10 years or so from now, when they can travel further without recharge, they may be more popular. Meanwhile, he expects a trend towards more hybrids with electric engine and petrol
0: or combustion combined. For more information, please head to bqlive.co.uk forward slash audio. You can subscribe using your normal podcast reader via iTunes, Stitcher or listen at our website. BQ reaches a diverse audience of entrepreneurs, MDs and CEOs nationwide. We are empowering the business community to embrace growth, reporting on local business success wherever we find it and telling the stories that you won't find anywhere else. For promotional opportunities or to tell your story, visit bqlive.co.uk. From the BQ In-Depth podcast, I'm Amy Robinson.